0: Today on the To Win the Mini podcast, we are excited uh, because Jess Jennings is with us. We're grateful for our partnership as Southern Baptists, uh, that we have a connection and a partnership and a launching pad for international missions. That is the International Mission Board, the IMB as uh, what we call it in the SBC world. And Jess Jennings and his wife, Wendy, they are connected with the IMB, but they also began uh, in 2004, something that's called Nehemiah Teams. So today we get the opportunity to hear from Jess as to how a guy from rural Alabama ends up in the Philippines and then launching a missions strategy uh, for connecting students and and others
1: with the mission work there in Philippines. Jess, we're glad to have you, brother. Thank you. It's good to be back to New Orleans. Been a long, long time since we've been here as students and just wonderful to be back.
0: Yeah, it's good to have you back. We love having our IMB personnel back. Um, Y'all remind us of what all of these classes and Hebrew and Greek and uh, and systematic theology, you know, all the classes that our students are laboring in, and then they see you guys, and it really does remind us uh, that this is why we're here. Local churches, and then the work that's being done overseas, that's why we exist, to train up guys
1: to go into those
0: areas and, and take the gospel as they go, right? Yeah,
1: yes, and it, it's so foundational to us. I I, I was telling uh, someone yesterday that just coming back here and and there is a moment that's just freeze-framed into my mind when I was here, maybe second year, so 1991, and God stopped me in my tracks and said, "Um, uh, do not waste your time here. Soak it all in because it's going to be over soon. And that's been 33 years ago. And so uh, it really, but so foundation and I just, what a privilege it was to be here and be able to uh study the Bible every day and prepare for what God wanted us to do. It is something that we tend to take for granted. Uh, I tell my students in every class that you've got an
0: opportunity that most humans who have ever lived on this earth, they don't have this opportunity. Uh, so I'm glad you're here also encouraging our students in that direction. So let's back up a little bit. Now how does a guy, from rural North Alabama end up not just in New Orleans, uh, and I asked that as a guy from rural North Mississippi, so my path is is crazy getting here, but how did you end up coming here to New Orleans? obviously with that is the call to missions, and then from your time here in New Orleans, uh your sense of God's call that you should go to
1: the Philippines yeah um you know we we are my wife and I both are a product of what we call a normal Southern Baptist Church, small. Yeah. Uh, we're from Fort Payne, Alabama, and the metropolis. that's right, <laughs> metropolis in, in Alabama. and um, you know and and me coming to know the Lord was a product of churches coming together as an association to sponsor a crusade. And when I was 16, I came to know the Lord and it was a, a radical transformation in my life. Um, a year after that, listening to a Keith Green song that says Jesus commands us to go. It should be the exception if we stay. God carries the burden alone while the church is busy at play, mm-hmm. feeling so called to stay. And I got on my knees as an almost 18-year-old and said, God, I don't understand all of this, but I know that your word says to go, and I'm, I'm going to start moving forward and you're going to have to stop me or I'm just going to keep going forward. And so from that, uh, I went to our uh, pastor and I said, what do I do next? And he said, uh, write the foreign mission board, which it used to be called. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and I got a brochure back about three weeks later that laid out a pathway of going, you know, I, I was so naive at 18. I thought that, you know, here I am, send me that they would send me then, but they said I needed to prepare. And, (laughs) and I can promise you when I read that brochure the first time, and I counted up eight years that it would take me at that time to get to wherever I was going, uh, that I thought, well, eight years, Jesus will probably come back and I'll never get to be a missionary. And, but it, it really did. It, it, it provided a pathway or a map for the next several years as uh, at that time my girlfriend and I began to walk forward in this call. And, uh, and so uh, as, as a college student, too, being, being from rural Alabama, never really heard much about missions. It was uh, and, and so uh, as a freshman in college uh, at a community college, uh, I, I think it's the only time that that community college had a state uh, Alabama Baptist convention-sponsored uh, BSU director, and she told me about summer missions. I was already kind of going toward that, but uh, and and she asked me one day, have you ever thought about doing summer missions? And I I responded, I don't even know what you're talking about. And she said, well, here's an application. Why don't you pray as you fill out this application. And and I I said to her, I said, I don't even have to pray about it. I want to do it. And so that that kind of began the journey moving forward from there.
0: Yeah. So at that point you go uh you're a summer missionary, you serve as summer missionary, then you come to New Orleans. While you were here at New Orleans, uh, how did God communicate with you that it was the Philippines to which you and your wife, your your girlfriend, became your yeah, wife? That's right. right. Yep. Same and same one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How did God take you through that process?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, several ways. You know, we um, uh, spent two summers uh, as a summer missionary in Hawaii, and. Working, suffering for Jesus suffering, Yeah, working mainly with a church plant, and many of those were Filipinos. Mm. That was kind of the a beginning point of 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 having a heart for Filipinos. Uh, when when we were here in New Orleans, uh, we served as pastor in Grand Isle, Louisiana. Oh yeah, and so uh, just uh, almost all. Catholic, And so, mm-hmm. you know, when we got to the point where where you are appointed as a missionary, you know, you begin to look back over where God has led you in the past. And we see all of these spiritual markers of Filipinos. We see spiritual markers of working among uh, Catholics. And it just really made a lot of sense that our next step would be um, filling a request that was put before us to come and serve long term in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. What is it like serving in the Philippines? What is the,
0: the work that is sharing the gospel, expanding the kingdom of God like in the Philippines?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, of course, we, we've been there now for 30 years, and that's changed quite a bit uh, mm-hmm. for us uh, over those years. The first uh, 15, 16 years or so, we were doing more of what we call frontline uh, evangelism, just really being out in uh, the, the villages and uh, and God led us to an area of about forty-five villages, eighty thousand uh, people. That was uh, really no evangelical churches, and so we just begin to go and share the gospel, uh, village to village, and and uh, house to house. And God began to move there. In that, you know, and uh, uh, kind of to go back and answer your question too, kind of making some connections of of students and and. Uh, and starting Nehemiah teams and so forth, we, um, we never forgot um, what we felt like God had done in us and through us as summer missionaries. And so we had, uh, we had told the Lord that if, if we could ever use students in our ministry, we would do that. And so in uh, all the way back to 1995, we began to invite students to come and spend a summer with us and help us move forward in reaching our geographical segment of people uh, and help us plant churches. So were these summer missionaries? No, yes, they were. And they okay. were college students that we would invite and they would come out and work with us for a summer, pre, mm-hmm. pre-Nehemiah team, yeah. but they were college students. And we were learning a lot by making a lot of mistakes. Yeah,
0: Are you a ministry wife? Do you long for community and encouragement from like-minded women? Do you wish you were more prepared for all that you do? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I'd love to invite you to join Thrive. This is our Ministry Wives certificate program that prepares women for gospel ministry in their families, churches, and communities. Our eight-week classes can be taken on our New Orleans campus or online. You just choose whatever fits your schedule best. For more information or to apply, visit prepareher.com slash thrive. All right, so speaking of Nehemiah teams, um, for the pastor who's, who's serving in Fort Payne, for the pastor who's serving in North Mississippi, um, or the students, whomever they might be, wh- wherever they might be, what is the Nehemiah teams um, and how do people get connected with it how does it encourage or help uh, those who might be called to missions but, but might not be? How
1: does it connect them with service opportunities? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, Nehemiah Teams is an uh, eight-week summer opportunity for uh, next-gen that are uh, 17 to 29, and they can come and be connected with our IMB personnel uh, mainly in the, the Asia Pacific Rim, but also in some other uh, of our uh, areas or affinities around the world. Yeah. So in general, if if it's anyone who's uh, basically a high school
0: graduate, right? That, that's right. Uh, and, and it's... Laid out similar to the summer missions. Is it is it the same as IMB summer missions? I ask that as somebody who, uh, you know, I think most of us are familiar with summer missions, and so with if Nehemiah teams is like that, we go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Gotcha. It's a place uh, that you could serve as a summer missions intern or, or uh, participant. With the IMB through, do y'all go through BCMs and BSUs? That's right. Process.
1: Yes. 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 And and so so yes. If if anyone goes to our website and clicks on any of our opportunities, it's going to take them straight to the IMB website. And so yes, it is an opportunity for uh, for campuses uh, or churches to look and say this this is a planned opportunity uh, for my student. To be involved and to be able to go, and so they can uh, a a campus or a church could send one student uh, on a team, or they could say, you know, I uh, we want to choose, we want to partner with this uh, particular uh, opportunity, and we want to fill this whole team whole team of two or four students. Yeah. Now, with
0: Nehemiah Teams, there's also the additional component of some training, right? It's not just, hey, go serve, and they get their marching orders and go connect with whomever they're connecting with in Fiji, uh, but there's a training component. What is that training component? How does that
1: work? Yeah, uh, we, we have a pre-filled training that takes place in Alabama at the Nehemiah Teams Training Center, and and that is basically a week of of pre-filled training Uh, and then they spend their summer. But let let me put it this way, Um, and uh, with Nehemiah Teams, we're very intentional in four different areas. If someone sends a student to be a part of of Nehemiah Teams and IMB uh, missions that way, we're going to be intentional in four areas. Uh, The student is going to be involved. We say that they're going to come and open doors and plant churches. They're going to share the gospel and make disciples fitting into a strategy of one of our IMB personnel around the world. So we're very intentional in trying to work hard at setting up uh, that type of opportunity, uh, sitting face-to-face with one of our IMB personnel to to say, how could— a team of next gen come and work alongside of you to help you move forward in reaching your people group. That's how we, that's how we do the setup. Uh, Secondly, we want, we're going to be very intentional in helping that young person that comes to grow in just what we say, the basic spiritual disciplines. They're going to have a quiet time guide that we give them, uh, they're going to memorize 26 verses. We're going to encourage them to journal what they're hearing from God and what they're saying to God. And then thirdly, uh, a component that, that we think is moving uh, many students beyond just another summer trip is the concept of becoming a world Christian or a global Christian. And so we have included material, uh, a a book of short biographies uh, and some articles that as a team, they work through that together. And so that begins to help them to see that this, uh, the world is not going to be reached just by short-termers, and there's something else I must do with my life other than just give a summer. And And that world Christian concept begins to help them, whether they go long-term or whether they stay long-term, they're able to see how they can Uh, fulfill their obligation to the Great Commission, and they can flesh that out. And then the last thing that we're very intentional with is we say we want to help them to deal with their mission obligation. And we do that by giving them, we warn them on the opening night uh, of orientation that on the last night, we're going to ask them to make a commitment with their life. And then on the last night, we keep our promise and we, we invite them to respond to what God has been speaking to them, maybe even before they came to uh, spend a summer with us, but definitely God has been speaking through that summer, and we invite them to make a commitment. Um, uh, we, I've been greatly influenced by a man from the past, John R. Mott, who was, led the student volunteer movement, Uh, He he was probably one of the greatest mobilizers in church history, and he said this. He said, it's an audacious thing to interrupt the lives of young people, and so with God's help, we are trying to interrupt uh, the lives of this generation uh, by involving them strategically, by encouraging them to grow in their walk with the Lord, their quiet time is they'll read the book of Acts twice by reading about these mission heroes and then just saying, okay, what, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? Yeah. Well, that's a great question. Uh, it sounds like an incredible
0: opportunity for students who are still fleshing out the call of God on their life also, those who will be, they, they know God's called them overseas, they will go overseas and, and spend the rest of their life doing that, uh, as well as those who will be here uh, as mobilizers. That's right. Taking short-term trips, um, but also spending our lives on this side of the pond um, and it, making sure we're equipping and engaging those who are around the world. So it, it sounds like an awesome opportunity for any student uh, where can students go or
1: pastors go to learn more about Nehemiah Teams? Um, they can look. We have a website, nehemiahteams.com, and and you can look at that and look at the different opportunities for summer, and we have opportunities, too, that range from for teens, that is really a, a shorter three-week, to mainly the bulk of what we do is summer for uh, college age or um, even some post-college and then a uh, semester and even even a gap year. So they could, they could look at that and then get in contact with us
0: that way. Awesome. Well, Jess, thanks so much for coming to the campus, helping remind us of the responsibility we have to connect overseas. Uh, and also thank you for being on the podcast today. We appreciate it, brother. Thank you very much for right. having us here. God bless you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to To Win the Many, a podcast of the Caskey Center at New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. The Caskey Center for Church Excellence provides ministerial resources, including undergraduate and graduate scholarships for ministers serving Southern Baptist churches in Alabama, Indiana, Louisiana, Mississippi, Montana, and Wyoming. For access to additional resources or more information about our scholarship opportunities, visit our website at caskeycenter.com or nobts.edu.